know you want, but don't get between me and the bloodline. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. It's super hard outside right now. Do your kids, your kids aren't freaking out or anything? Nah, they're sleeping. That's nice. I used to love that whenever I was a kid and sleep through the storms because that meant my grandmother had already gone to sleep when the storm came. My son, my son, sometimes he has like an Alexa in his room so he can listen to music when he goes to bed. Some night he's terrified of thunderstorms. And like some nights he'll ask Alexa like what the weather is tonight and they'll tell him like possible thunderstorms. They'll be like, it's going to thunderstorm. <laughs> like, God damn it, kid. <laughs> Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> trying, to figure oh, out wow. a, trying to figure out a way to mute it. I'm I'm looking at your uh, the radar because I'm like it's it's dead quiet here. Yeah, it it's, wasn't. I mean, it's a beautiful evening. But when we there's... started talking, there was nothing. And I when I I thought I heard thunder, so I looked at the weather on my phone, and it didn't say there was supposed to be anything happening. And then all of a sudden, bam! Oh no, it's just like just over your area. There's just like this horrible red mass of. Yeah. It's, like geez hopefully you'll be okay and hopefully we won't record long enough that it'll hit virginia beach and we'll just if i if i go out then it's not because i rage quit sure right we'll see we'll see if you want to oh i'm looking at the radar like as it goes through and it's like 9 14 9 20 and then like 9 20 all of a sudden it's just like yeah holy crap somebody pissed off aurora monroe something so what's the name of this episode? Bada Bing? Bada Bing, Bada Bang, a lot no, of guys. I thought it was Bada Bang, Bada Bing. Bada Bang. Now did Bada, Bada Bang, Bada Bing, Bada Bang. Now did this happen before The Sopranos? Yes. Sopranos came out in 2000, I think. Okay. Now for, so, um, I mean, it would have been close. This came out in 99. I think Sopranos came out in 2000. I don't know. I never watched it. but Yeah, um, me neither. I didn't really care all that much. I'm just trying to figure out, like, it's not like mobster things weren't popular in the 90s. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> but the bada bing, bada bang thing, like, because the, the, the. What was the name of the nightclub that he worked at? What is it like the bada? It was the bada bing. So this episode came out in February 99. The Sopranos premiered in January of 99. There's no way they could have. Yeah, written yeah, yeah, films, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it might have been out there in the zeitgeist that, hey, there's this. Because that's the name. The name of the club on the Sopranos was the Bada Bing. That's why I was just curious about the whole thingy. It's weird to think that James Gandolfini's been dead for like ten years. Yeah. Well, yeah, but when did my cousin Vinny come out? Because didn't uh, I'm looking? I had looked it up, and he had the two Utes. Bada Bing, Bada Boom. Yeah, I mean, well, there's. I'm just saying because. The Sopranos had the nightclub, the Bada Bing, so that's the only reason why it, the title kind of is like, oh, I wonder if that's related. I just think, I just think Bada, Bada Bing. Bing is. No, it does. Of, yeah, Bada uh, Bing, Bada uh, Boom, Bada Bing, Bada Bang. It's kind of like a, a mafia kind of. Yeah. Thing. It's uh, the New Jersey Italian uh, waste management guys. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's. There is no such thing as the mob, so. Um... I will. We're in construction. I will say that there is no way this episode should be good. Like, there's no way. It's Ocean's Eleven in space. Yes, and it's great. Like, there's no way this episode. O'Brien's eight. Yeah, there is no way this episode should work, but man, it does. 
And I don't understand how and why this works. It's like two episodes in a row where they're like, you know, these are not good premises to work from. Or it's just like the the show's actively trying to get you not to like it, but it can't help itself. Yeah. Like I think it's part of it though is was what is it? We've only got one more episode before the slog to the end starts. Yeah. I think it's, it starts next week. Does it? Yeah. I thought we had one that, more. No, there's one because the, the, the next episode is a uh is a section thirty one episode with Julian. Yeah. Oh, I and then started it. Yeah. No, that because the next one after that is so and so part one. Yeah. So there's only two episodes left before the, the the arc of the end. But like last week, Dennis, you're exactly right. Like I didn't want to like that episode, but I did. And the same thing, like I'm watching this and like, who gives a fuck? Just turn the computer off. But then if you do that, then you're going to lose all your experiences with Vic. And we can't have that. I felt like Cisco in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing here, people? Like, what are we doing? We're at war. When are you going to get back to work? <laughs> yeah, because the everyone kind of like Julian and O'Brien are in the holodeck and they're having this conversation with Vic about maybe coming to do the the uh, it's bullshit man. Alamo. I know a week after dissing the other guy, like yeah, no, they're no, like, no. oh, we should invite more people to our holodeck adventures because hey, that that guy died, right? So who do they invite? A fucking hologram. <laughs> we gotta ease it. Not into even a real person. Yeah. They, well, they know him better, though. At least whatever Vic sees, they can erase from his memory, probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Vic, no, not at all. Vic remembers it. All. Vic remembers everything. They could yeah. just re- reboot. Oh, we lost Vic. <laughs> oh, oh man, no. I don't know. I don't know what happened. The mafia oh, came in and took him over. The mafia showed up at the Alamo and took him out. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. So I thought that was hilarious. Where you know, again, two weeks after some guy gets killed, he's a hero of a battle, and all he wants to do is play silly games. He gets killed and then the mafia shows up like the mafia show, and like strippers are on stage and the whole club like changes like, boom yeah and everybody's everybody's confused about what's going on and these two mooks show up and they're at the front of the door and you got frankie eyes and that other guy but we've seen the other guy before on star trek haven't we haven't mark we? lawrence no mike star hasn't mike star been on star trek before i know he was on dumb and dumber <laughs> I want. I'm looking, I'm looking at, at his at the uh, the co-stars. He was on Deep Space Nine. He was, he was also the uh, the insurance salesman on The Office. I remember that. He was great on that one. He's great. Like he's one of those guys. Like, oh yeah, I know that guy because he's in everything. Yeah. Well, Mark Lawrence, the old guy, Mr. Zemo. He's been on a lot of Star Trek, apparently, or not a lot, but uh, Aaron other Star Zemo. Trek. Oh, that's cool. Um, our friend. Um, who played Cheech or whatever was that his name? Cheech. Cheech. Cheech was on a man called Hawk. He did okay. a he did a man called Hawk. He was on the John Larroquette show. He was on Frasier. Um, he did News Radio, Deadly Game, Third Rock from the Sun, The Pretender, Grace Under Fire, The Last Don. He's got no, so this is I swear I thought we saw him on another episode of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. He's been he's been on Law and Order various roles (laughs) he played a uh he was in their episode they did for the uh central park five Mm storyline to where some some guy got locked up for raping and murdering a woman in central park but in reality this cop framed him for it 
Yeah, this is um, he the, you know him from everything. He's been in everything. He's been in. He was in the Natural. Yeah, he, that's right. He was. He's in stuff like I thought he was in another episode of Star Trek, but I guess I got my stereotypical Italians mixed up. Well, he was in a lot of other things with people yeah, who Paul were Sorvino. in Star Trek. Yeah, maybe it's Paul Sorvino. I like don't know. Good, well, Goodfellas. He, he was, was in Goodfellas. He was in Goodfellas yeah. with Paul Sorvino. Yeah, of course. He was in. Uh, what was it? Uh, Lean on me with Ethan Phillips and Tony Todd. He was ah. in, you know. So there's all these people who've also been in Star Trek. Uh, Radio Days. I love um, Radio Days. Is one of my favorite Woody Allen movies. Well, that also has the Grand Nagus in it. That's and, right. Um, a couple of others. I mean, so there's all these shows where other Star Trek guest stars. He um, was in Funny Farm because remember in Funny Farm he was like, "Hey, how do you get to?" Red Bank or whatever the name of the town is. He said, hey, Mac, how do you get to Red Bank? And he's like, uh, how would you know my name was Mac? And he said, I just guessed. And he said, well, why don't you guess your way to Redbud? <laughs> you don't remember that scene? That's the only scene I remember in Funny Farm. That Funny Farm is Chevy Chase plays a writer who lives yeah. in the city who needs to get out of the city. And so he moves out to the country because like he's yeah. feeling pressure. He can't write anymore. Yada, yada. So he moves out to the sticks. So he plays a moving guy who's trying to move Chevy Chase's stuff out to the sticks and he gets lost and he stops at a house and he sees just some dumb yokel sitting on a porch and he says, hey, Mac, how do you get to Redbud? And he said, and the guy says, well, how did you know my name was Mac? And the guy says, well, I guessed. And he said, well, why don't you guess your way to Redbud then? And I always thought that was a fucking great joke. I don't know. My, my favorite scene <laughs> in that whole movie is when Chevy Chase is fishing. That's a good one. And yeah. the fishing hook gets stuck yeah, in the yeah, other yeah. guy. And he's like, we got to knock him out so we can remove the hook. <laughs> he just starts beating the guy to knock him out. And it, he never knocks out. He's just like, why are you hitting me? And then the part with the Rocky Mountain oysters where he's eating the sheep's balls. And he eats like the world record. Like he eats like, I guess the record was 49. The town he record. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We were, wow, we're really talking a lot about Funny Farm. Dennis, you've I, never seen Funny Farm? No. It's pretty good. I, I'm to the point now in my life that I just really dislike Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah, everybody as does. As a person, yeah. 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 It's not great. But he's got, I mean. If he uh, would have died in like 86, legend. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he'd done enough by then, though, that we would. No, if he'd him. have been dead by 86, nobody would know any of this stuff. It never would have. He never no, he'd just be a dead guy. And you'd be talking ill about the dead if you brought the stuff up. Yeah. Oh, in he died so young. He could have been so great. Yeah, yeah did we know? He was a racist, crazy person. Jesus. Homophobe, racist. Yeah. Name it, he was there. Yeah, I mean, he's basically... Is, is he he's still around? He's No, that's the problem. He's basically James Woods at this point. Last time I saw Chevy Chase, he was on uh, Cameo. No, I mean, though, is he still, like, alive? Did yeah, he he's still alive. He's on oh. Cameo. Okay. That's how he's making money now is on Cameo. Not, not word up Cameo. Yeah. On the... That'd be cool if he was in the group Cameo. No, I, he uh, could have I... been He could have been chasing LeVar Burton chasing Dennis. Cameo. Dennis, do some Photoshop and put Chevy Chase's face on Cameo. On the guy with the big cup. Or I just put a, a big cod piece on a picture <laughs> on of Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've been uh, going down the rabbit hole that is TikTok. Oh, don't do that. And Why are you doing one, that to yourself? There's some inner... Okay, so one... Before it goes away. But Well, it's not going to go away. That's uh, the that, dumbest that, shit that, I've ever heard. You know, he's just butter. You want TikTok to stay? Know which way to vote in November. Um, 
you could either vote for a petulant child or you can vote for America. Yeah, if um, it, but so Cameo has a TikTok account, and so it'll pop up on on in my scroll sometimes. And like uh, a couple of nights ago, Lavar Burton singing uh, the Reading Rainbow theme was on there. Oh, really? That somebody paid to get him to to do that. And then you get all these start. And I keep as I scroll through though. I'm like, is I try to play the game where I'm trying to guess if the actor who's on there, are they doing this because people love them? And it's just like, oh, yeah, and I'll just donate anything I get from this from charity, which I would think LeVar Burton would do versus I need a check. Why should LeVar Burton have to donate money to charity? I, th- I, like- just, I just think he doesn't need the money from Cameo. He, he does it because, you know what, somebody, this is me saying, singing the, 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 reading rainbow theme is going to really make somebody's day that i don't know man i think it's going to it's going to bring a little happiness to why can't a black man why can't a black man make money son he's got to give that shit to charity fuck all that he's got to eat i didn't say that (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) you can't work man it's a pandemic on all right now let me now this is what i'm saying back to chevy chase okay if chevy chase would have died in 1986 Six, okay. Oh, his last movie. His last movie would have been Three Amigos. Oh, mm, legend. Right? Like you've got Caddyshack, National Lampoon's Vacation, Fletch, European Vacation, Spies Like Us, Three Amigos. I mean, how do you fuck with that? I, you know, and I like all those movies, but you know what? Him and Dan Aykroyd should have died in the same accident <laughs> <laughs> during Spies Like Us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That but, way. like, because anything... We still would have trading places. Yeah. Well, when did Funny Farm come out? Funny Farm came out in 85. Okay. No, excuse me. Funny Farm came out in 88. So, like, after... So, we would have lost Funny Farm and Christmas Vacation, but everything after that is kind of crap. Well, see, Christmas Vacation, though, I gotta have that. That's Christmas crazy. Vacation is great, but, I mean, is Christmas Vacation worth Chevy Chase being, like, a... Shitty, drunk, crappy well, person. To, if he dies immediately after, so you're saying you wish you would have made it to '89. He he does the but year. Then we want to have Vegas high school. Vegas vacation's garbage, son. Yeah. Like <laughs> Christmas vacation, and you stop. I mean, but that's like the holiday tradition. Uh, with, yeah, at my grandmother's house was va- was Christmas vacation. You you picture me more as a uh, Wonderful Life kind of guy, Ben. No, I, I can't stand that movie. Interesting. Um. Be, uh, mainly because it plays oh. nonstop, and then it all the remakes and the all those genteels, the, the the variations on it. But Christmas Vacation, um, I didn't obviously grow up with it because it came out the year I graduated high school. But my grandmother and I watched it um, when it first uh, came to VHS uh, the following holiday season, uh-huh. and then it just became every year we had it. It was just the holiday thing until I joined the Navy and moved away from home. Good talk, because, It's a great movie. Well, she always she hates cats, or she hated cats. So the scene where the cat is chewing on the the Christmas lights oh. explodes under the yeah. chair. She would just sit there and wait for that scene, and just like be on the edge of her couch, and, and then it would happen, and she'd be like, "Yeah." And then you know that was the movie for her. So yeah, I don't know, man. Like that's. <laughs> I hate cats too, so it's okay. If, yeah, but if he eats it in '86, legend, right? But any no community community wouldn't be the same without Chevy Chase. Yeah, I never would have gone six seasons. I never really got into that show, so I couldn't seasons. tell you. No. He didn't last I, six seasons on the show, but 
I mean, I I love that uh, show. There's gonna, when they got rid of Dan Harmon. Fuck Joel McHale. I, that's right. I said it. Fuck that show. I'm glad he got canceled. Just because your wife be loving him. No, and yes, but we asked him. <laughs> we asked him to come on the old radio show, and he said yeah, and then never showed. Oh really? Your show wasn't that big, motherfucker. Like you could have used. 500 listeners from Hampton, viewers what, from Hampton Roads. Soup at that time, too? No, the, uh, yeah, he was doing the soup and this. And then he went back to the soup. And he got can- How do you get canceled from Netflix, son? How is your show so bad you get canceled from Netflix? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, fuck Joel McHale. I'm Greg Kinnear soup, son. That's my shit right there. Uh, dude, was, come on. Dude I'm, just, I'm just not a thing in his hair. John Henson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not a, a Kinnear fan. Kinnear, Kinnear acting, eh. Kinnear on the soup, choice. That guy could do more with one look and get laughs than Joel McHale with his whole shtick and trying to show off his abs. Fuck that guy. Fuck Joel McHale. That's right. I said it. Fuck him. You can tell him I said so. I'm going to get him on cameo. Be like, man, Bob France says, fuck you, Joel McHale. Although, without Joe McHale, I don't think uh, Daniel Tosh would have had a TV show on Comedy Central. For- I don't like – fuck Daniel Tosh, too. Well, I don't like yeah, that. No, but I'm okay. just saying, like, he so here's the thing. took the template. So you, but, you but what changed you're my mind on Joe McHale then because if getting rid of Joe McHale, who I do like – So Joe McHale of- should have died in 1985. <laughs> if, if that also got rid of Tosh – it's so like if, Back if to the I Future, never, man. It's like looking at the picture, they started racing. <laughs> if I never had to see Tosh 2.0 or 1.0 or any Tosh, um, it would be worth losing. Because uh, I, I don't have to. Tosh like, that's the thing, man. Who cares? I, Some people enjoy the show. Who cares? <laughs> man, I don't watch it. Fuck Joe McKay. He just got canceled or whatever. Fuck Tosh. But it was on the it was on the air for like fifteen years. Yeah, it's weird. It's insane. It's still weird to me that um, America's Funniest Home Videos is on TV because I could just watch YouTube. Like I could just type. Yeah, it's still, it's still in a thing. Isn't it? Yeah, it's in like the Smithsonian for like the yeah, like it's crazy, man. People still be loving that show. My kids. Well, but last time I saw it, we were at um, Great Wolf Lodge, and we were it was Sunday. There was nothing on. We turned that on, and the kids were dying laughing. They're like, "Look at that dog bite that guy's penis." It's like, what? <laughs> well, who, who's the host now? I don't know. Arsenio? Alfonso Ribeiro, I think. Oh, really? Okay. I think so. That's awesome. Because I saw Arsenio hosting some show that I was just like, "Oh my god!" No, dude. Arsenio ain't gonna host that. No, he was that's, on. That's he was hosting. He's Eddie Murphy's friend. He, dude, he <laughs> was hosting <laughs> something, and it was just like, dude, you've hit some hard times. Arsenio all hosts what he wants to host. Whatever Eddie Murphy he tells, what he still got cachet. No, no, he don't. So. This is the guy that took down Carson, and now he's nothing. Well, I don't know if he took down Carson. I think Carson, being old, took down Carson. Yeah. No, it was Age. The, net- the network saw the numbers growing with Arsenio. Arsenio was and they said we need Jay Leno. And they said, "Oh, we've got to, we got to try to capture that youth audience." How Clinton was on that? his show playing saxophone. We got to <laughs> do something. How do we get this? that youth audience? I know Jay Leno. Yeah, and it's just like what? No, but yeah, that's why it even came. Arsenio was the whole reason that that even came up for discussion. All right. But, so, so um, this Frankie shows up and fires Vic on the spot. He tells him, "Get out of here." And he says, you're not in this program. He's like, you know what? I can do what I want. And I don't know. How does he? Do they explain how he gets there? Yeah, they do. Okay. I must have so missed that part. The person who designed the program in the first place Felix. put him in as like a, a jack-in-the-box is the term they use. Okay. Now, so what does that it's mean? like something that just randomly pops up. Like, 
to make the program more interesting because it just gets stale after a while. So, so you're saying it's DLC basically for video game nerds. It's downloadable content. Yeah. It's or, more like an Easter egg. Yeah. Just something that they'll throw in there to break up the monotony. Okay. And, and it, it was worked. Like, oh, I'm not bored with this. I like this fontaine place. <laughs> they all got I like how they they could have just stopped going. Like they're like, you know what, man, let's just not just go here anymore. Yeah, but Vic's a friend. Yeah, Vic's a, I think is basically a person. Look at all the stuff that he's done for this and this is the scene on in Ops where they're all like, Oh man, and even Worf is like, Man, fuck all this. You guys are nerds. I ain't got no time for this. But they're all basically having that well, Vic changed my life, Kira says, because he got Odo and I together. And then okay, now we have another reason to cancel. Uh, Vic. Yeah, yeah, so and then like, and then Nog is like, "Well, I love Fontaine because everybody's like, yeah, yeah, we know Nog.' Yeah, I was <laughs> I was terribly depressed, and Dax couldn't do anything to help me, so I just hung out in this holodeck for fucking the year. <laughs> and you know, and then they turn to Dax, and she's like, "Oh yeah, and I love Vic because Nog was a fucking whiny, whiny <laughs> little bitch for a year. I'm getting and, promoted because uh, of Vic." And he snapped him out of it. Yeah, Vic, I love Vic because he's taking all my clients and I don't have to do anything. But I love the, um, first of all, when Cisco's having dinner with Cassidy. <laughs> That's later they're on. Sitting at, they're sitting at the Bruce Wayne table. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a necessarily long dining room table that they're sitting at. How was your day? Oh, Vic Fontaine is having a tough time. Why do we have to talk about Vic? But I love this part because... Uh, Cisco's basically calling out Hollywood here because they always show like movies, like people time travel and stuff, and like yeah. black people go back in time and they're like, oh, it's not as bad as we thought it would be. Like Doctor Who did this with uh, Martha when she went back to Shakespeare's time. And the doctor's like, oh, well, maybe people aren't as cruel as you think they are. And there's like black people walking around not being treated like shit. I'm just like, eh, you guys might be. <laughs> Well, you know, they, shining a turd here. <laughs> they, to be fair, though, they I think they took the criticism they got from that and they kind of readdressed what, it. What, Doctor Who? Yeah. Yeah. In a later episode with uh, Peter Capaldi, when they went back to the 1800s in London and uh, someone said some off shit to... Uh, to Bill? To Bill. Yeah. And, and the doctor punched him in the nose. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like... You know, Hollywood's pretty bad about yeah. like whitewashing all those things that happened in the past. And Cisco just calls it out. He's like, yeah. why would I want to go like in the 60s? That wasn't a great time for our people. <laughs> Civil rights <laughs> movement, all this other stuff happening. Like, you know, the, you I can, wouldn't be you allowed can program to in some people into there, some black people in there. But and the program's going to treat them like they're normal people. But society during that time wasn't. And I, I understand Cisco not wanting to celebrate that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. I thought it was it was super cool. Like, and I love how he just schooled on it. Like, well, you, do you know why? I yeah. don't want to play Vegas, nineteen sixty-two. Yeah, yeah but, like, but then, wow, but I'm then really he that. like he's like, you know what? This is for my friends or whatever later. So, and I I can understand that. What was that? Was that the thunder? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! I thought somebody was shaking a microphone. That was crazy. Thunderstruck. <laughs> I thought that was really cool too. I agreed because at first I was like, "What does Vic have against?" I mean, what does uh, Cisco have against Vic? I mean, granted, none of his senior staff is doing anything at the moment in the middle of a war because they're obsessed with a hologram. Granted, the station's not busy either. Yeah. There's no crisis that they yeah. have to deal with at the moment. Yeah. But I did. I, I agree, Dennis. I love his reasoning. I thought it was wonderful. But- is it really, though, a good reason? Why yeah. Is, why is he so sensitive about this? It was too much. <laughs> no, 
but I mean, for, okay, 1999, Avery Brooks, every reason to be like, fuck this, right? 2020, Avery Brooks, every reason to say, well, like uh, Cisco went through the whole, what's it called? Where he yes. went back in time to the yeah. 50s as the yeah. writer. Like he lived through that experience, and that's kind right. of a wake up call. Yeah. That's and only 10 years or so removed from and Nick Fontaine's place. Let's think about it like this. Okay. You just mentioned, like, think about how it was in the 1840s, right? Mm hmm. Think about how it was in the 1940s, how it's probably going to be in the 2040s. There's no reason to think like it's going to get better as we go further away from the incident. Like the world, like the reason why. Is that thunder? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I close my door. <laughs> it's not like thunder is in the hallway, Dennis. <laughs> The reason why uh, – fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. The reason why, because I was saying that it keeps – like it's not like if we get any further away oh, from it's going to get yeah. – The reason why humanity is so like cool and everybody gets along really well in mm -hmm. the Star Trek time is because basically the world ended. Like civilization collapsed. Yeah, in, tw in the 2050s. And they had to rebuild. Like 30 you know, years from exactly. now, the yes. world ends – so we're not going to – it's too echoey in here. Fuck You're fine. Yeah, open the door. But I look at it like this too. Now white people on earth got all these aliens to hate. So like, you know, maybe black people aren't so bad. Like we could hate these motherfucking aliens that – you know, like look how look how stupid they are. Yeah. yeah. Ferengi. <laughs> it was 200 years ago. Klingons. Bleh. You know? No, I just I, – I, I do agree though that the, the whole Benny uh, – was it Benny Russell? Yeah. Um episode uh definitely would make it more to, and plus he was also there for the uh, bell riots yeah yeah you know, Although that so, wasn't really racial that was more class, class socioeconomic yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but, but sister I, knows i'm just up. i'm i'm sorry but i think if america is america when the bell riots happen there's going to be a disproportionate yeah. number of brown faces in those sanctuaries yeah no shit that's yeah. the reason why they built them in the first place <laughs> So Kid Rock just got stuck in there because he was poor. Yeah. I mean, you got to think, I mean, Bashir and, and Cisco straight to the sanctuary. Uh, Jadzia. Yeah. Oh, let's, she obviously. Oh, well, I own the television oh station. Come live with me. She must have fallen in with a bad crowd. Oh, my goodness. She they must have tricked They must have tricked her. They used their brown charms on her. <laughs> this poor white woman. Goodness. Patty Hearst. She's like Patty Hearst, dude. When will this nightmare end? She's got stuck. <laughs> so, so they all kind of come up with a plan. Like, okay, well, they. I guess they do some investigation and they they stake out the place and they realize Frankie Eyes has it big for um for Kira Ke Reese, which he's got good taste at least because she looks pretty smoking hot in some of these dresses. She's mm. like uh, Beverly, like in her. Hollow deck cosplay. She's yeah. smoking hot. Yeah, she's a good looking lady. Yeah. Even yeah. now, she is with her like you know mm -hmm. short hair yeah. and stuff. Yeah. She's, she really she's, doesn't have a pancake ass. Yeah, she, exactly. Um, so so they do that, and then your boy Odo gets in good with uh, the mafia guy Cheech, whatever his name is, and so they kind of realize how this all came together. You know. They were yeah. like, we can, we can trick these people because they have to come up with a solution within the rules of the game. You yeah, can't, right. you can't just, just like delete the anything; otherwise, it'll reset the whole program. Which is kind of cool. Vic won't yeah. remember. 
anything. I like how, like, they explain, well, Frankie Eyes got his money from this old mob guy. Um, what was his name? Al, I guess? Um, Baron Zemo. Sorry, Baron Zemo. Yeah. So he got his money from Baron Zemo, and that's how he's running the casino. So what do we do? And they explain the whole thing to him and like, well, you know, he runs, he gets a million dollars a month and then he drops it off to homeboy. And then, so what do we do? They come up with the idea to rob the casino. Casino heist. It's really great. Yeah. Why didn't they just use the transporter and transport the money out of this? It's not, it's, you got to be within the, the yeah, Dennis, you just said, why, why not? They can do it. No, this makes it more fun. You there could were no beam somebody into in the. You could, you could beam somebody in and out of the holodeck. You can beam the money. No, out. but that takes that takes away from the sport of it all because you yeah. can tell they were really interested but in doing. That would have been this. great if like it all <clears throat> kind of went to shit. It did. And then Worf is like, "Oh, let me just beam out the money for you." <laughs> I defiant. I was hoping he would show up though. I mean, where like everything goes to shit. They must, and then all maybe, of a sudden he shows up in, in like a, a business suit or something and, and just, you know. These have been very Wharf light episodes. I wonder if he was filming a movie during this. I think um, the other movie was set a couple of episodes ago. Insurrection was released in 98. So they if they were filming, they would have been filming Nemesis. Yeah. Nemesis came out in 2001? Right? Because it came out the same week as Lord of the Rings. Oh, Jesus. That's, yeah, that's part of it. I saw the tweet today where Macaulay Culkin tweeted, uh, you want to feel old? I just turned 40. Macaulay. It's just like, oh, my God, I feel old. So, yeah, so, yeah, Nemesis was, was Nemesis 2000? They might have been filming it because I feel they, like this. They started filming Nemesis in December 2001. Okay. Yes. So then I just in 2002. I just feel like this is so wharf light. Like there's no wharf. Like he's this whole season. I feel like he hasn't really been around. Well, see, maybe the thing is, a few episodes ago though, they had said that that was when the other movie was taking place. That's true too. I guess he had he had to bail out of our episode. Like like continuity. What was it when Nog was recovering? Yeah. Was when Wharf was off doing. The enterprise stuff, the enterprise stuff, yeah. and to explain his absence. Or and whatever. I guess, and I guess he had a little bit of an arc at the beginning of the season where it was whole. He wants to get Jadzia into mm-hmm. Stovacor, and I guess I just kind of the rest of season seven has been cut off from my brain because there was like fourteen episodes in a row about fucking Ezri Dax. Yeah, he does show up in that one Ezri episode. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I hate you so much. He's like Claudius's ghost, where yeah. he just kind of shows up. Fuck off. <laughs> Other Dax. The wrong Dax died. <laughs> oh, so Esri's in this, and she's uh, the small town girl trying to make it big in the casinos. Yeah, she's got like the little weird haircut, and like she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so happy to be here from Kansas. That's swell. Yeah, she looks apart. Yeah, she totally looks the part. Like, yeah. That that innocent farm girl. An ingenue. If you will. And it was nice that, uh, you know, Odo was able to so easily infiltrate uh, the dirty underbelly of, of the crime world here. There's so yeah. many hey, great... guy can stretch his arm. That's awesome. There's so many great things about this episode. I, I just love it. Yeah. 
And, and then they set the plane in motion. They have this whole plane worked out. After Cisco shows up and he's like, well, we're, we're short a person. We need one more. What do we do? And then Cisco shows up to save the day. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, this is pretty good. Again, I didn't want to like it, but man, it was so good. When I was almost disappointed when they were talking through the plan and it was being shown, yeah. being executed, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're not going to actually like go and do it and have problems with it and stuff mm-hmm. and then you realize oh wait they're just this is like their imagination this is how yeah. it's gonna work so, so this is cool. your imagination of the thing that you're gonna do in the imaginary program yeah no it's i like, really i really liked it that that was a really yeah. cool way to show how it was gonna take place as opposed to just saying we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this you i know? just think it was the when they they showed the real thing happening then that was it made it even that much better because we had just just moments ago saw what it was supposed to look like and now yeah. we see so we're even more aware that oh yeah. man this thing is off the rails real quick now i will say you know i know they all did their own little preparations for it uh nog practiced on the safe mm-hmm. uh blah 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 everybody did their little part why couldn't they just use a different hollow suite that was running a similar program to like practice do dry run a couple times. Yeah, and I feel you. Mm-hmm. And also, why couldn't they just? Oh uh, well, Vic, you lost your casino. Let's make a new casino for you in this other hollow. <laughs> Let's move out of it because you well, know. What's the fun about, in that? Well, what happened to the? Casino? I'm sure Quark will donate another hollow suite to you. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is really great. But don't you remember yeah. when Nog was there? He was going to help uh, Vic build a casino of his own. Yeah. What happened to that plan? I think that what that's what this is. Uh, no, because they should have come in as the fired. feds seeking a bribe. Uh, oh, what? Like a piece of the action? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and the then arrest, you know, arrest Zemo and uh, Frankie Eyes, and the so, problem's over. That was the two things I didn't like, though, is how this started and how it ended. How once you do the resolution, everything automatically clicks back into place the, the other set that it was. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when they took, you know, when he shows up, all of a sudden, boom, it's a shady nightclub now. Yeah, because I could understand, okay, like, it's poor programming on the guy who built it. Because, yeah. like, a jack-in-the-box, the way they described it, should just be like, okay, one day Frankie I shows up. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls some maneuver to take the casino away from you. But instead it's like instantaneously transformed. Yeah. yeah. And like, if you were, if you didn't know that was supposed to happen, that was possibly going to happen at some point, you'd be so confused and think that the program was broken. Much like O'Brien. Thought, yeah. Did. I yeah. think their reaction to it was genuine. They're like, what the hell's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Where are these hot ladies who are stripping come from? I love everything about this episode, man, because then the plan goes off, and of course it immediately goes off the rails, like Cisco's playing, he's doing well, and then Esri drops the drink, and the guy's not where he's supposed to be, and yada, yada, yada. I just think it's great. Like, everything about this is so wonderful. Julian thinks fast on his feet. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Let's get these other two martinis. So did you recognize the uh, security guard? I didn't. I, I, I... Do you remember the year that Bo and Luke Duke left? And their other cousins came in, yes. Troy and Vance. Yes. Yeah, really. This was I don't remember which one was which, but this was either Troy or Vance. The 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 guard was, really was, the guard was the dark haired uh he was Duke Vance. boy. Vance Duke. It's Coy. Is it Coy and Vance? 
I think it was Koi yeah, and Vance. Koi and Vance, yeah. Yeah. During season five. The year that we don't talk about. He looks like, I mean, he looks real Italian now. I'm surprised he but was a look Duke at, boy. Do a Google search for Chip Meyer or, or Vance Duke. Like, yeah. he totally looks the part. I don't know. He looks like he looked like he'd be more of like an '80s TV Punisher or something. Well, he he was in a lot of um, other stuff, bit parts. So the the Dukes of Hazard thing really didn't pay off for him. He's got a real shitty like. Oh oh shit! He's dead. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not speak ill of the dead. But he's got like a shitty like if John Travolta and Can and share a screen and yeah, of course, and Sly Stallone had a baby. Here, hang on. There you go. So this is how I found out that he died. <laughs> oh, where's the share? This picture right here. I had to take a look at it, obviously. <laughs> and then I see the headline. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> Can you imagine that picture? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But that's, that is that's for Byron card. Cherry. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, so see, I'm there he, he was coy, right? I... He's got a lot of topless. Yeah. Pictures. He's got a pretty hot bod, though, dude. Yeah, he does. He, he's totally got, like, if Sylvester Stallone and John Travolta had a baby. He was in yeah. uh, Liar, Liar. He was in... Um... Christopher Mayer. Wow. Dead. Dead, totally dead, dead. Dead. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. Just like his career was there toward the Oh, end. that's fucking unnecessary, oh. Ben. Come on, now you're kicking yeah. him when he's down. Well, I mean, you can't get further down than he is. Oh, God, Ben. Oh, oh, my God. He was on a show called 18 Wheels of Justice, which sounds awesome as shit. (laughs) Came on right after Silk Stockings. Oh, my God. Billy D. Williams was in this? 18 Wheels of Justice was an American crime series that aired on TNN. They don't need to put American. It's obviously an American (laughs) crime series. It uh, starred Lucky Vanos, was an American model and actor. As federal agent Michael Cates posing as truck driver Kenneth G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> what the fuck? We have to Holy find shit. this. I can't believe that came out in 2000. I thought this would be like a show from the 70s or the 80s. We have to find this. It sounds like 18 Wheels of Justice sounds like it would be a spinoff from Police House. There's two, <laughs> There's two seasons. They made 44. Like a mobile home that becomes a, oh my you know, God. a mobile police officer. We got to four episodes. We got to find this. Wow. It's on It's CBS. I wonder if it's on CBS All Access. I'm checking now. Dude, this show sounds fucking terrible. I, I'm I'm logging into my CBS All Access right seasons. now. Two seasons is impossible. Forty white people will watch anything on wheels. It's ridiculous. Hey, uh, I, I watched every episode of BJ and the Bear. The best thing about the credits here on Wikipedia for this show is most of the episodes <laughs> are directed <laughs> by and written by. They're like, oh no no no, you're not putting my name on there. <laughs> Fucking G Gordon Liddy's in it. Now, why? Why would G Gordon Liddy be? I don't know. I wonder if I wonder if this came out after. Remember when Swayze did that movie about a the truck driver? Swayze did a movie where he played a truck driver. Let me find that. Really? God, this we gotta find this show. Both of, both of the DVDs for the complete first season and the complete second season are unavailable. Of course they are. 
Patrick Swayze was in a TV sh- was in a movie called Black Dog that came out in 1988. It was a film directed by this guy. Tells the story of a trucker and ex-con who is manipulated into transporting illegal arms. It stars Randy Travis and Meatloaf. Talking about these illegal arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is you don't remember Randy this movie? Travis. Yeah, we're. Patrick Swayze, he's a truck driver, and they get him to, like, drive guns around in his truck. So I wonder if this is – it's along the same time. Oh, Charles he, S. Dutton's in this movie? Yeah. Poor guy. Black, black dog. <laughs> he he got, probably plays – He got outbilled by Meatloaf and Randy Travis. <laughs> yeah. And Stephen Tobolowsky, who's actually – he's a good character actor, but – Oh, yeah. He's not a star like Charles S. Dutton. So I wonder. I mean, these were these were contemporary. So maybe it was because, like, man, people really like Black Dog. So let's do a TV show about a guy driving a truck. This sounds fucking amazing. Why haven't we heard of this? Eighteen Wheels of Justice. Eighteen Wheels. Of That's the best title of a show I've ever heard. Oh man, TNN. Why'd you have to go away? And you said that it was a CBS production. It says um, it was on TNN, but. Well, that's uh, the t- distributed by CBS Television Distribution. Yeah, TNN. TNN is was Paramount though because it was the Nashville network. So I think it was part of their family, right? It's it's not showing up. They on, were uh, uh, owned by Viacom yes. CBS. Yeah. Yep. King World Production is was air, owned by CBS oh, until two thousand. Yeah. So it should be. Why, why can't we watch this show? The DVD's not available. It's not on CBS All Access that I can find. That's some bullshit. Oh, there's a YouTube video. Uh, oh, shit. Clips. Yeah. Oh, no, there's a complete episode. <gasps> Let's watch it. Next week, we're going to review. We'll, we'll do it for Patreon. We'll review it at the first episode for on Patreon for 18 Wheels of Justice. Oh, my God. Starring G. Gordon Liddy and fucking Billy D. Williams. This is the shit that happens when Jenny's not here to keep us in check. <laughs> She's going to come back and be like, what the fuck happened? What's Look at this cast. What a bunch of weirdos. Why is G. Gordon Liddy here? What he, the? He's, he was in a couple of TV shows, though. I just know him because I know he had a radio show. Yeah. Well, see, Full I, episodes, I, tvguide.com. I just know him because he was a felon. Yeah, well, that too. Oh, you know, I was a big fan of Nixon when I was a little kid, so I Where knew to watch. the administration. But um, it's on Hulu, apparently. No way. What? I'm logging into. It Hulu. says there are no oh, TV shit. airings of 18 Wheels of Justice. Well, just go to Hulu. Maybe we can search Hulu and try to find 18 Wheels of Justice. I would. Yeah. I would get Hulu for 18 Wheels of Justice. I canceled my subscription, though. Can I still search? I, I still have it. Let me see. See if that shit's wheels of justice. Eighteen wheels of justice is not currently available to stream. Fuck. They have eighteen wheels of justice league. That's weird. Oh, let me. I'm I'm heading to my YouTube TV real quick, just as a a last uh, last ditch effort. I shared the link in the in the. I see it. Season two, episode twelve, a place called Defiance. Is that the one you found? Uh, episode t- season one, episode twenty one. Uh, it's got dude. this weird name, so I don't know if this is even in English or not. <laughs> dude, I can't. This is amazing. Let's watch this show. We, we should all watch oh, this. This is not in English. 
I found 18 wheels. Oh, 18 wheels of... Oh, son of a bitch. No. Yeah, this is not in English. This is in French. Which might be even more fun. <laughs> Bonsoir. <laughs> Why would the French want to watch a show about a fucking truck driver? Why would they not? Exactly. Why would they not? No, I, it's not available on the YouTube TV either. Season 2, episode 12. That's one you're talking about, right? Place called Defiance. Um, I can't hear you because I'm too busy watching 18 Wheels of Justice. There's got to be a Chinese. Yeah, they're speaking. They're speaking. Sign. They're speaking French, which makes it even better. I found one that's in English. So um, season two, episode twelve. This is season two, episode twelve. A place the called is Def- fucking awful. Whatever, dude. We still can watch it. Here, I'll share it this. Looks like a Ruby Ridge episode. Yeah, it's real bad looking. But I mean, if I eighteen wheels of justice. We go, we are gonna watch this and we're gonna review it for Patreon. Okay, of course, that, of course I was stationed in. You know, I was back in the states. I should have watched this. Think about what the theme song for this show is gonna be. Holy shit! Does it say who sings the theme song? I don't know, but I'm just watching it. TNN taking Hank your Williams calls. Junior. God, I hope so. It's Hank. It's it's Tank Williams Way- Junior. Tank Williams. Come on, come on, let's get to it. All right, there's, they're, they're hunting something, and there's a guy with a gun. This, this hunter kid sees him. He's like, oh, who's these guys? These paramilitary dudes. Uh-oh. That's fun because they're in the woods, and the paramilitary guys are all dressed in black. Like, yeah, you're really fucking blended in that way, dickhead. The kid accidentally shoots his rifle, and now he's running, and then the dudes start blasting. The guy rolls down the hill in slow motion. No. The show's got it all. Action after hours. I love that the fact that these assholes are walking around in the woods dressed in all black. <laughs> Why is Ooh, your he's... barrel down? Why is your... Oh, my God. Oh, that guy's dead. He just got blasted. I thought Homeboy was the star of the show. I guess not. He must Did G. Gordon Liddy? No, no, no. no. Uh, Chip Mayer. No, he just appeared on one. Oh, so he wasn't even the... <laughs> Fortnite. I thought we were going to get to see his. Uh, yeah. was, we're yeah, just watching this show because series. no, we're just watching this show because the name of it's fucking hilarious. The guy who starred in this show apparently was like an actor on a TV show, and like Lucky a, Venus. I don't know who this is. He was like a, a model who was on a Coke commercial. God, this show sounds so wonderful. I want to write the comic. Eighteen oh, Wheels of Justice. Pacific Palisades too. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. He was on. This dude has. Jack of Hearts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine credits. That's amazing. He was on an episode of Wings, so. And where he oh, played well. a young man. He played young man. There's <laughs> no need played to Mr. be Marvelous down. I said young children. man. Oh, I love Mr. Marvelous. He was the better. He was more Montana dude on Hanging Up. Okay. All right, we got we to gotta watch this episode. Oh, Pensacola Wings of Gold. That is an awful show. Oh god, never, I remember never that even show. Heard James of that. Brolin was the star of that. Show. Yes. What the fuck are these shows? <laughs> oh my god. They had three anyway, seasons. It couldn't have been that bad. Ron, Two and a Half Men was out in 2003. How long was that show on the air? Like a thousand years. Oh my god. Yeah, just, I mean, th- there's so many shows that when you look, it's like somebody had done that 
whole thing where the oh, dude it's amazing that so and so and so and so are born at the same time and you know this person that you heard about his life overlapped with george washington's life. you know those kind of things when you start looking at tv shows you're like oh my god what do you mean cheers was on you know it when it was on you know dukes of hazard was still on when it first started or so you know there's these weird overlaps with like Oh, when the Vietnam War was still actively going on when MASH premiered. You're like, what? Dude. This guy, the main character on 18 Wheels of Justice, his name is fucking Chance Bowman. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Lucky Vain Lucky Venus. Lucky Venus. A guy play- Chance <laughs> Bowman. <laughs> hey, uh, Lucky. Yeah, don't call me Lucky. Uh Chance. Hey, Billy D. Williams plays a guy named Burton Hodsley. <laughs> I hope I hope he's in that episode. God, I, I, I mean, he's in the credits. He's in the cast, so I imagine okay. Billy D. Well, they don't say like who he is or what he does or anything. Is but he like, like the Kagans of the group, who knows? This is one I can't wait to review this for Patreon. Wow, eighteen wheels of justice. The fact that it 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 was successful enough though that it got two seasons, not two seasons, but it has a Wikipedia entry. It's forty four fucking episodes. It follows a format not unlike The Incredible Hulk or The Fugitive. Which I mean, I love The Incredible Hulk. The idea of this guy going town to town, like helping people out. So well, this yeah, dude, that, that was the fugitive. Yeah, but, maybe but, Billy D. Williams is chasing him. That'd be cool. I didn't do it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Here's but my Colt 45 does. He's just going town to town. How hard would it be to find a guy in a big fucking truck? He's just going town to town, like fucking making people's lives better. And yes, they'd stop at a way station eventually. <laughs> yeah, but see, my, my dad drove a big fucking truck, and my mom could never find him. So. Well, oh. Uh, went out for a pack of smokes. And... 36 years later. Where's the milk, Daddy? So, yeah. GPS, what can I do? So, so these, I mean, God, if we can find these episodes, we can just update the hell out of some Wikipedia. Because I'm looking that's at That's what it, I want to do with my free time. Oh, that's exactly what I do with my free time now. <laughs> I buy out-of-date DVDs and update... Uh, dude, I have I live on the Kolchak Wiki. But... Um, <laughs> Oh, that is incorrect, sir. That is incorrect. Um, I've seen those episodes at least six times each. I've seen some episodes of Kolchak as many times as I've seen Star Trek episodes. Wow, that's saying but, something. Um, no, but all these episodes of uh, 18 Wheels of Justice are you know directed by TBA, written by TBA. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Nobody wanted their name on it. Well, we, we can fill those in we pretty gotta easily. we got to fix that, Dennis. Yeah. We gotta we, fix I mean, that. these people deserve their credit, Dennis. He's right. Somebody so, out there, somebody listening right now, <laughs> knows where we can get a bootleg dvd of this this is like uh christopher nolan like he needed a job and so he went and worked on 18 wheels of justice so good before memento came out hey david chase uh wrote an episode of kolchak senor spielberg so (laughs) we can somebody has which to this day is still probably my favorite simpsons gag to this day that's mexican non-union <laughs> that's still my favorite simpsons gag to this day do yourself a favor and google senor spielbergo <laughs> it's a top episode <laughs> oh yeah it's all the way around episode. yeah but it's just 
That I was saying Booerns. <laughs> Booerns. To this day, my favorite Simpsons gag is did get me his non-union Mexican equivalent. Listen here, Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Because that whole, if you watch the whole scene, and Smithers says to him, "Well, sir, you know the people think you're an ogre," and he says, "I'll crush them and eat their bones." Yeah, like it's the whole, great. it's the whole setup. And then, like you know, you're virile, and and uh, you know maybe this a uh, puff piece of this film will do wonders for your image. People will think you're, you know, pleasant and and no virile and whatever. And then Burns hits him with a scepter and is like, "You forgot pleasant." <laughs> like it's. Like the whole fucking setup is so good. Yeah, everything about it. He even mentions like you know I, that we both made shells for the Nazis, but mine, mine, mine's worked. Yes. This is such a good mine worked. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> like Working Girl or Bugsy, and then yeah, that uh, people think of think of you as an ogre. I think that is one of my. The men eat their bones. That is tied, I think, in my head for the top <clears throat> Simpsons joke. The other one being where Homer's walking down the street and he sees a sign and he goes, Gaim? What the hell's a guy? Yeah, and he a comes in one. and he sees people working out. And he's oh, like, Oh, a guy. <laughs> Oh, man. That was my favorite part of Metal Shark Bro, too, was that's as close as I'm ever going to get to writing a Simpsons joke was the the law office of the name. The the name of the office that Satan works in was Graham um, McConnell and Satan. Yeah. And that's as close as I'm ever going to get to a Simpsons gag because they always have, like, weird signs and shit like that. Yeah. So in hell, yeah. Yeah, it's but, like when, when Dracula's at the Republican. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anywho, buy my book. Buy my book. So, yeah, so we have um, 18 Wheels of Justice. We'll watch that. Let's get back to this episode because we've been like going me. for a really long time. Um, the plan doesn't go off well. She spills the cocktail. Nog can't open the the tumbler and got then an automatic tumbler yeah and then the holy shit lo and behold the mob boss guy shows up <gasps> a day early he's a day early what are we gonna do he wants holy that money shit. get that money so like they all kind of quick think make shit happen Cisco just starts throwing money up into the air and the whole casino starts freaking out and it causes a scene and that gives everybody time to kind of get what they need to get done. And then lo and behold, um, they go and they finally get into the count room and all the money's gone. Nog opens up the shit, the, the, the safe, they take the money, they leave the whole, everything falls into place after it kind of went nuts. And this guy, um, yeah, he gets killed. Does he? O'Brien yes. gets strip searched. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they kill him. They they couldn't simulate the strip search. Yeah, they couldn't simulate the strip search. Which if you, if our theory is correct about the hollow suites, then when Cork uh, is spying in on what's happening, he can't see the holograms. He just sees O'Brien get naked. Have <laughs> <laughs> his butt cheeks get spread. His, his pasty Irish ass. Up he's in the spreading air. his own ass. <laughs> Further. Not Further. less than five feet away from Cisco. 
<laughs> Cisco has no idea. Because of the whole, yeah, yeah the illusion. <laughs> He's right behind door number two. It's like Cisco's doing his thing, and then O'Brien's got his butt cheeks spread open, like they're right next to each other. <laughs> this this why I don't like holodecks. What, is the kitchen making corned beef and cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> what is that smell? Now see if that just bit, me balls, sir. Just me balls. <laughs> if that bit ends up on lower deck, then I'll know for sure. <laughs> we'll see. I will write a strongly worded letter. I will write a yeah. So, um, yeah, but like as they're walking out of the the casino, I think to myself, "You just got that those two people killed. I hope you're happy." And they very much are. And it's a very cool shot where like they kind of all turn around as Frankie Eyes walks by. Like, it's very cool, even kind of in slow-mo. It's a, it's a cool vibe. It's a cool thing. I really it's got dig that, it. that whole Rat Pack era Ocean's yeah. Eleven feel. There's no reason why we should like this episode. None. If they did this episode on Voyager, we'd be screaming from the rafters how this was bullshit. Yeah. It's an episode about fucking light. Who cares? And I even I've even said this before on this show. There is a Voyager episode that all takes place about the Light family and his whole fucking made up world. And I remember specifically saying I fucking hate that episode more than anything in the entire world. But this works because I care about all the people involved. Yeah. So maybe when we get to Voyager, I will care about. But I'm not. I'm not yeah, gonna. You know. No. I'm not gonna care about the Doctor on Voyager. I just can't. I do. That's because you're you're better than I am. And and uh, Dennis, the, the the thunder is here now. Wow, we've been talking for a very long time. You're welcome. A storm system moved through the Hampton Roads area. <laughs> it's gone about fifty miles. <laughs> I, yeah. So, um, Ben, what do you think of the episode? Um, I would give this a very. Uh, was DS9 so I would say this is a very strong 8 whoa wow 7.5 don't know you said 8 you said 8 yeah let's go okay all right I thought you were going to say it's like 6 or something no I mean it was was (laughs) caught me off guard hell yeah me too I'm a big Sinatra fan I would Mm. give it a really strong (laughs) 8 like you were the guy earlier in the fucking series who was like well, I mean, I don't want to give wanna, this a I don't want to give this high I'm, score because there's I'm some really it. there's well, some hey. really good stuff coming. But you give this yeah. an eight. Well, no, we're season seven. At, we're halfway through the seventh season, dude. There ain't much more left. Yeah, I got I got to start tossing these eights and nines out like they're candy now. I got all these extra ones left over. I was too stingy with them for the first six seasons. I'm gonna give this a fourteen. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's at nine point nine nine. I'm going to say this episode is a seven. I really enjoyed it. Um, again, I sh- you sh- there's no reason why you should like this episode. But damn it, it just works. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's ham-fisted in its portrayal of, like, 60s crime. You can tell that somebody on the writing staff really just enjoyed Casino and was like, I want to do that. Yeah. And just did. We get to see Avery Brooks sing. He's got a that great was, voice. I was going to say, like, yep. when I when it got to that part of the episode, I was like at a six point five. I thought this is pretty good. As it was going, that duet, I was like, this is a seven. 
This is a 7.5. I'm going to give this a 7.5. I yeah. really liked it. I thought him and uh, him and what's his name? James Darren singing together was great. Oh, yeah. I liked how he was doing a higher tone, more of like a Sammy Davis Jr. He had a, a Sammy vibe going on. Yeah. I, it's just, it's a great For the episode. guy who was totally against the scenario in the first place to end the episode singing a duet with the lounge singer, I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I ever saw better than that was uh, when he sang the duet with uh, Jonathan Frakes. So, yeah, that, that's in. That's no. not real. That's real life. That's that not, was real life, not yeah. not a show, not future history. No, that, Are you that sure? was that was past history. <laughs> Interesting. So, San Diego, we got to go to Comic Con. It's just really good. This yeah. is a this is a really great episode, and again, you shouldn't like it, but for some reason you do. It's just really well done. And I think some of that, too, like, you couldn't try this episode in, like, season three. Because we didn't get... I think we're so invested in the characters involved at this point that it's like, yeah, we'll pretty much watch them do anything. Yeah. Anything prior to season seven. And I would go ahead and say anything prior to the last last half of season seven. Yeah. Because we needed the war, we needed all this stuff, and it's just like we, you know. Eh. But it would have worked in season seven anytime, I think. But we needed it to be this late to enjoy it. It's right. just good. Like it's just we, good. We slogged through all of the Esri episodes, so this is our this is our reward. It's just so. It's so. It's just so much fun. This is the funnest time I've had watching Deep Space Nine in a long time, but then I think as I say that, the baseball episode was fun. Like, this show is so good at just shifting gears and doing things. Like, they can do something super serious and, like, thought-provoking where, you know, it mirrors, you know, their time and ours politically and kind of, you know, justly, but then they can also just kind of drop a baseball episode, and you're like, this is fucking so much fun. It's something that I don't think they ever really did in TNG, at least not on the the TV series, was, like, show them just all hanging out doing something together that wasn't Mm -hmm. work-related. Well, I mean, I think part of that, too, they address that in the end of TNG, where they're playing poker, and Picard famously says, I should have done this years ago, because they were trying to keep that, the captain above. You would see the the lower people kind of hanging out, doing things. Not really. I mean, but it was... But not like Dias. Oh, that was a great game of, you know, Parisi Squares we just played. High five. You don't see them, like planning something like a caper or playing a baseball game or something mm-hmm. like this yeah. you know they just the, the closest <laughs> thing they do in tng that i can think of is the robin hood thing but that yeah. was all contrived by q so, well yeah. maybe the dixon hill stuff but then they they got stuck in the hollow deck that's the only reason why everybody showed well, up. well the really. dixon hill stuff though is a picard thing yeah where and then like you think about like fistful of data's like that's another where they all kind of have to get involved. But the captain but it's always... Not, it's it's yeah. only Worf, Alexander, and Troy. Yeah. And Troy, but yeah. that's my. But that's the point, though. It's like this episode, they're all in it, except yeah. Worf, because he's just a stick in the mud. But, I mean, there's just a really good feeling about it, like just them all being together. And, like, you never really get that with TNG. Yeah. Like, it's always so stuffy. You know? And unnecessarily formal. But again, I think they did a good job of addressing that at the end. And again, part of it is, too, um, while they're planning capers on the 
holodeck TNG they're putting on a play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're watching fucking war. Uh, they're watching Homeboy play his violin. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. very much it's a it's a different class, if you will. I, I do like how they've done that on uh, lower decks. Yeah, I thought that like was they, cute. They, yeah. They've introduced the fact that there's so much performance art in Starfleet. Those ships are like the wine bar crowd, and DS9 is like fucking shot in a beer crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it plays to the the nature of it, because you never see the Enterprise in the shit, where as like they've, they have this camaraderie because they, they've all kind of been through so much together. You know, we've, we've been there with them the whole time. It's great. Oh wow, I did not know. Shit. So the accountant in the counting room, right? Which one? The real one or the? Is, the yeah, it's, the replacement. It's Garon. It's get yeah. yeah. What the hell? It was. Why you guys tell me that? Because I didn't even think about it. Because I, I for the for the whole episode until I looked at it, I thought that the. Frankie eyes was Garon because it would just make sense. Like it, yeah. they're making fun of him. When uh, when uh, what's his name Zemo came in, mm-hmm. I first thought that was because uh, um, I couldn't really tell how old he was when he walked in. I just knew he had a like a fucked up face. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was wrinkled though. I thought it was Marco Lamo because he has like the pockmarked uh, face. Yeah, but uh, then they showed it closer. I was like, oh no, that that's an old man. So this is two episodes <laughs> where we've reused Klingons, which is awesome. Yeah. You know? Good deal. Great show. Great show indeed. Great show. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I promise at some point, maybe maybe instead of playing uh, D&D this Sunday, we'll review 18 Wheels of Justice. 18 Wheels of Justice. What do you think? Come so on. we're going to watch the Defiance episode? Yeah, we'll watch the one that we have here for 18 Wheels okay. of Justice, the 20... Yeah, the, whatever it's called. The 18 Wheels of Justice, um, the a place called Defiance. We'll watch that and review it for our Patreon supporters. Hey, I mean, we, we've been hey. doing a, a lot of cool shit on Patreon. We've got, the yeah. D, we've got the D&D playthrough game that I just uploaded, um, what, the sixth episode? So we've got two in the can. We've got... Um, yeah, we're doing a lot of cool stuff over there, man. We got all the pre-show chit-chats mm-hmm. that you can get, and it's, it starts at a buck. But, I mean, if you want to get some of the extra audio and stuff that we've been releasing, it's five bucks a month, which isn't bad. We're, we're trying to give you as much content as we can. Um, so, yeah, so we'll review an episode of fucking uh, 18 Wheels of Justice because, god damn, why not? Like, <laughs> Have we hit the Patreon level where we start the uh, second no. podcast with uh, Law and Order? Well, now I'm throwing that Star out. Trek. Now it'll be uh, we, 18 Wheels of Justice podcast. That's the <laughs> We can't promise that until we get access to the uh, episodes. Though, we'll can. watch one episode over and over and over again. For seven years. <laughs> 18 Shuttlecrafts of Justice. <laughs> Those episodes got to be out there somewhere. 18 Nacelles of Justice. The fact that the DVDs are listed. Somebody's got the box set on, there, on eBay. There's, a, there's an ep. Oh, I didn't even check eBay. Oh, my God, you're right. Can you imagine they released a box set? Oh, I mean, here's the, it's, it's complete first season and complete second season. There's So... 
I will hit purchase now if it's on there. Eight. I just looked. Eighteen wheel. Oh no, that's there. It is thirty eight bucks for both seasons. For one season two. What is it? VHS or DVD? We can have holy shit, Dennis. For eighty dollars, we can get. Um... Oh, whoa, 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 is guys. it a book? The undercover agent. It's a true story. Get the hell out of here. So you can get the two, the set of two complete uh, first and second seasons for $77.54. Um, dude, we can get, hang on, I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you can see this. Mm-hmm. Th- this might be our next big purchase as a, as a team. We can get an, a fucking cast photo of 18 <laughs> Wheels Is of Justice. Uh, no. No. But, but yeah. I mean, that can be ours. <laughs> For nineteen ninety nine, you think Billy D. Williams like? I can't believe I'm in a photo with G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, they are standing really far apart from each other. I got to think anybody who was on any production <clears throat> with G. Gordon Liddy after you know he became an actor had to at some point be like, "Are you kidding me? Is he still alive?" Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, hmm. his hate has kept him alive for a very long time. <laughs> That's why I'm still around. Kind of surprised he hasn't resurfaced in the last few years. Just you know, it in the last like three his, specifically. His time. Yeah. This seems like his time. <laughs> Here's the thing: I think he has too much honor to be associated with these clowns. <laughs> I can't believe you said that with a straight. I face. mean, to be fair, G. Gordon Liddy went to jail because he would not rat on yeah on Nixon. Yeah, it seems like a perfect fit. No, if anything, I mean, all these dudes seem like rats. Like oh, yeah. they all they all can't wait to get out and sell a book. If anything, Trump's, Trump, Trump's whole presidency is based off of the Nixon White House. Like he, that's what he wants. He wants an attorney general. No, not at all. He can control. He wants staff who will take the fall for him. That he can I would. The bus. I mean, at least Nixon he might want it, but he ain't gonna get. I mean, it's not what's happening. At least Nixon knew how to govern. Like at least he understood the process. Uh, yeah, he was a governor. First, you know, you know but I'm saying at least he understood he? how. Yeah, he was. Was he the governor, he was of governor of California? Yeah, was he? I think so. Yeah, Nixon wasn't governor of California. He was vice president of the United States. He was vice president under um, Eisenhower. Eisenhower, and then but at he least was in the House before that. Uh, was he? I don't know. But uh, but again, because he was least, on the House um, on American Activities thing. Yep, you're right about that. At least, but again, at least he knew how to govern. You might be thinking of Ronald Reagan, who was the governor of California, Dennis. Yeah. Also, another concern. Yeah, I knew he was from California. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying. And at least I'm, Nixon I'm, didn't have all of his fucking stupid kids running around doing all kinds of shit. That was the Kennedys. Um, yeah, but at least they were qualified to do some of the shit. Am I going to hit buy it now? No, don't. Don't do it. It's only $101. In that's Canadian. $101 that in you Canadian. can spend. In Canadian. Oh, that's like half. Right. So it's like how many loonies is that? Jesus. Oh, but ship, shipping is nine bucks. So That's it's, not 70, bad. it's seventy-seven plus nine bucks shipping because it's coming from Martinsville, you know Saskatchewan. What? You know what? Let's. Oh man, that's a really good town. It Let's is. watch the first episode and see what we think. Uh, and so j- that will be my do- donation yeah, to the group. Yeah, yeah. If it's not a guilty pleasure, there's no sense in wasting your money. Yeah, because if it's just garbage, then there's no I point. I wouldn't spend that kind of money on the A-Team, you know. And I enjoy watching the A-Team, but that's a lot of money to spend on. 
I still don't have my full box set of uh, West Wing, and I've wanted that for years. Yeah, so why don't we watch the first episode? But West Wing was a good show. Yeah, West Wing was a good show. I never saw right. it, but I know it's a good show. It's on uh, the Netflix. You should check it out. But yeah, let's 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 watch first, and then go okay. from there. So that'll be our our weekend. Is, yeah. Uh, so Sunday night, Monday morning on Patreon. Monday afternoon, I'll post the um, eighteen wheels of justice episode. We'll have to try to get Ginny uh, to. I think. Play what I'm I don't want to. I don't want to subject her to that. <laughs> what I'm most excited about is hearing the theme song. Oh yeah, right. Like I, I can't I, wait. I'm, I'm watching it as, as soon as we hang up. I mean, it, I know it's late. <laughs> I may lose power because the storm is right on top of me now. Um, but I, I'm going to go right to the. I just want to, the for the opening theme. Yeah. I had in my head because I I watched part of the video in my head. I know what I'm thinking it's going to be. Oh, totally. But I I want to hear it. There's going to be like a slide. You know, there's going to be a slide guitar in there somewhere. Like a burn. See, I'm thinking more synth. <laughs> I'm thinking there's gonna be a lot of synthesizer. You think synth? I'm thinking I think there's gonna be no, synthesizer. No fucking way, it's dude. Gigi Gordon, Liddy. Gordon Liddy. No, it's about a, a truck driver. Yeah, there's gonna be a slide guitar, like a lap slide. All right, all right. <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up so I can get over there and find right. out. It's gonna let's be get like a Bon Jovi song or something like that. Maybe like the Bon Jovi Young Guns Two song. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That might be no fucking synth. What is this fucking German television? Come on, yeah. I, I watched a lot of silk stockings. Okay, man, those synthesizers got in my head. So, all right, well, let's get out of here. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll be back on Monday with on for on Patreon. Eighteen Wheels of Justice. I don't understand.